Good morning for the CJRU Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroixie, and returning to the show, I've got actor Acorier White. How you doing? Good, good. How you doing today? Good. Thank you for coming back to the show. Oh, no worries. I love it with you, man. It's, it's great talking to you. I know, I know, I know. Where you been? Uh, just trying to be a movie star and, and also make movies now. So just a little <laughs> bit of everything. <laughs> <laughs> and how's that working out for you? Talk to us because you are an actor. You were on the show late, mm -hmm. sorry, early in 2022. What's changed mm -hmm. in the acting journey? Um, in the acting journey, just getting a new team. Um, kind of wanted to set myself apart and just get on the journey that I wanted to be on. And that's just, you know, not accepting any more small roles because um, I've proved that I can act. So now it's, it's trying to get to that next level um, of where I'm recognizable just by what I do. Um, so it made a couple of changes with both teams, um, Bicoastal, uh, Jay Purvis in Atlanta, and then Robert Stein Management in L.A. Uh, and we've just been on it. Uh, big auditions left and right, um, pinned for something right now. So it's, it's just been crazy. Mm -hmm. But we always knew you could act, right? Is there a non-believer? Uh, <laughs> you know, it's probably somewhere out there that's a non-believer. <laughs> All right, but you can act, and we're glad for that. Did you want to remind the new listeners some of the past projects that you've been in? Oh, man. So I've been in Juanita. That's on uh, Netflix original. I played the son of Alfred Woodard, who's just amazing. Um, Under the Stadium Lights came out as well with Lawrence Fishburne. I was leading that. Uh, then I worked with Brian Austin Green recently in Last of Night. So those were the, the last three projects anyone probably would have seen me in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now talk about your production company because you want to push your own beautiful, beautiful, I'm going to say stories. Are they beautiful? Mm -hmm. Of course. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. Now talk about your production company and some of the content you're looking to push out. Yeah. yeah. So my production company, Anchored Lens Productions, um, basically I gave it that name because you wanted to anchor down on quality of whatever we did. Um, so with that being said, we also are a social impact company. So 10% of everything that we earn goes towards uh, the building of a, a homeless apprenticeship program for college students. Um, and so our long-term goal of trying to you know, help end homelessness across the world, which is a, a great goal, but it's something that can be done if, if a lot of people get on board with it. Um, so that's one part of it. And then the rest is just really creating beautiful um, stories. And, and most of the time, we really want to focus on true stories that aren't told yet. Uh, but then again, we love the action thriller things, uh, which, you know, with a movie Bellmount, we're going to be doing um, in a few months, if not maybe at the end of the year. It's an action thriller. Uh, no truth to it. But it's just something that we can film beautiful and really punch up the action. So so we, we do a little bit of everything. All right. What about the white story about your life? Oh, man, the, the story about my life. That one uh, is that we turned into a pilot and that's going to be called Kylo. Um, but yeah, we're working on that one now and looking to shoot the pilot for that one this summer. So that's that's going to be something I'm really excited about. Oh, wow. So there is a story about your life coming out. Yes, yes, yes. It's, it's loosely based on my life and um, a little little a few other things I can't tell you yet. But I will tell you a lot of that one um, is based off my life. 
but just in a, in another another sight of of a, of a different person almost. Okay, how does it feel to be that vulnerable to put that all out there for the audience to watch? Um, I, I think it just makes it real, you know, because the, the stories we care the most about are the ones that we can really see ourselves in and we can really feel how that person feels. So um, when writing it, I realized like, oh man, this is going to make a lot of people feel, you know, a certain type of way. And a lot of people be, be able to relate because we go through the same things. Um, you may be there in Canada, I'm in, you know, small town in Alabama, but we're still faced with some of the same things. So I think with just telling that story and making it beautiful when you do see it is going to make people really relate to it and, and love it. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you'd like to tell that you haven't got the chance to write about or think about yet? Um, there is something. It's a um, a superhero type movie that I, I started developing, I think, four or five years ago. Um, and I wrote the script halfway. And that's what I'm trying to get done now. It's like, okay, that'll be a fun, you know, fun movie once everything is going and we have extra money just to spend on like something that's, you know, exciting and new outside of like Marvel or DC. Uh, so that's one of the things I got in, you know, hidden away that, you know, in the future, I'm going to definitely touch on that. Okay, okay, okay. So as an actor, do I have to wear many hats these days? Do I have to come be the director? Do I have to be the writer and the actor to get far in the business? I would I would say so. Unless, I mean, sometimes, most of the time you do. But, you know, there are those cases where you can just be an actor and everything aligns, please. You get that one audition and it's just meant for you and your career just takes off in a new way. But I would say 97% of the time, you need to know how to do everything. If you are an actor and you, you know, take classes on directing, you try to direct this short film even, it lets you kind of understand what a director needs. So it makes it easier on a director when you kind of understand like, hey, I say this to you because this, or I need you to bring this out and, you know, you're not understanding this. So the more things you understand, As far as the lighting, the cinematography, the better the whole production is going to go, even when you're an actor. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I can I still get away with just being the actor? I know you might have answered it, but what if I just want to be an actor? I don't want to write or direct. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can definitely do that. I mean, that's that's where, you know, 80 percent of people are in the industry. Most people don't want to wear those extra hats because, I mean, it, it is very stressful and time consuming and, and a lot of hard work and it's easier when you can you know successfully book those roles and just worry about that one task and that's being a really good actor um which is also needed like you we can't make all of these you know movies if the actors are bad so if you want to be an actor and you just want to do good at that that is that is a great thing to be good at mm, but there's no such thing as a bad actor is there I mean, I wouldn't say a bad actor. I just think there's a such thing as someone that doesn't really care. Um, Because I think if you care about what you're doing and you care about what you're saying, you're not going to be bad or horrible. Um, You just might not be as seasoned as a Denzel Washington or something like that. But um, as long as you're giving effort and you're trying to, you know, learn, I think anybody can really be a good actor. Okay. But what if I never win an award or an Oscar? Would that represent you know, a good actor winning an award? Does that represent me being good at my craft or not necessarily? Not necessarily at all. I mean, even <laughs> to name the, the one that's going off right now virally, Will Smith, 
when he first started out, he was just a singer. He just tried it out. So you just never know who's that hidden gem um, until you try. And if, if you never win an award, but you're happy with what you do and, and the fans can feel what you do and they understand you, then you did your job. Okay. So if you never win an Oscar or you never win any award, would you be happy with your accomplishments? I think I'll be happy um, regardless if I win or not. But I do know getting acknowledged for something that I did that in that category would make it mean that much more. Um, so, you know, I'll be happy regardless. Like, oh yeah, I did that. I stood my ground. Um, I worked with the best of the best. But if they d ever decide to nominate me or, you know, if I win something, it's just that much sweeter. But it is regardless, it's sweet at the end of the day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, which the best of the best producers or actors would you like to work with? Oh man, uh, <laughs> right now, if I had to name the top five, I would like to work with. Um, I would say Denzel Washington, first and foremost. Um, Will Smith. Minus uh, the slap. <laughs> minus the slap. <laughs> uh, Will Smith. Uh, Viola Davis. Um, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. I, wanna, I would love to work with him as well. I don't know. Um, other than that, I just, like, I would be excited to work with anyone else that comes, you know, after that. But as far as, like, a, you know, level of acting those are people i would love to be on a set with and just see how i hold my own okay you forgot meryl streep would you like to work with her yeah, <laughs> yeah and the, that's the funny thing i was gonna say her next but i was like i, I think everybody says meryl streep so I'm like maybe not i should say it but that would <laughs> that would also be an honor um in any of those five i would be greatly honored okay all right now producers and directors will we work with our quentin tarantino Oh, man, I hope so. Him, Ryan Coogler, I mean, like, list can go on for days. But I do know I would love to work with Ryan Coogler. Actually, funny enough, um, I just got a new PR team. And my, we're, me and Ryan Coogler, uh, I think in Steven Spielberg, Winona Ryder, we're all rep by the same PR firm now. So um, that is very interesting because I, I told them I wanted to work with Ryan. Uh, so, you know, hopefully they set that meeting up. And um, if I could be in the next Black Panther, I will be the most excited person in the world okay all right or the next creed right that too that too but if okay. i had to pick it'd be black uh, panther uh, <laughs> but uh, if, uh, either one of them <laughs> all right but if you were in the next creed let's say they wanted to recast michael b jordan and they mm -hmm. picked you what would you say to that um, oh man uh that'd be crazy first off <laughs> i think that'd be crazy um you know but I, i'm assuming if they were to you know, say he wanted to step down and they wanted to bring someone else in, uh, it would be an honor, to, regardless, to be a part of that franchise, um, which dates back to Rocky. So it, it that'd be amazing. Um, yeah. All right. But he might throw shade at you, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the one thing I don't want is any shade. I just want to work with them and, you know, and, and let the work do its thing. <laughs> All right, but you can come up with a story about his life, the Michael B. Jordan story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, we definitely could, you know. I, I think, funny enough, I think we're going to cross paths on camera within the next three years. I, I, I honestly think, because I almost worked with him before um, on Just Mercy, and I got pinned for that role, got called back, and then, you know, last minute thing, I think I was down to like the final two or three, and then uh, they went with another guy. So I know what I did wrong in that audition. It made me change my life, actually. But um, I definitely think I'm going to cross paths with Michael B. Um, very, very shortly. I would say very shortly. 
Okay. And you'll cross paths with me one day in person. We cross paths yeah. twice. <laughs> I need to come into Canada like immediately anyways. I want to film there still. <laughs> All right. So the plans for the future, we got a lot more projects, right? Did you want to throw out uh, throw out again your new PR team? Shout them out. Oh, yeah. I'm with uh, IDPR. They're pretty huge. Um, I mean, they rub a lot of people. So it's been nothing but nice uh, with Leanne and Montana over there. So very, very excited about that group. I feel like they're going to definitely help me push the, push the needle towards my career. Um, and I, yeah, I think it's going to be very, very good. Okay. All right. And what's your message this time? What do you want to say to other actors and actresses and writers and creatives? Don't quit. I think that's the most important thing because... It, it can get slow, slow for an actor. Um, and most actors, when they don't have that backup, um, like, and not a backup plan, but like a, a backup, you know, thing in the acting world. Like for me, when acting is slow, I get to dive into writing and creating my own content. So most actors are, you know, sitting around waiting and hoping. And, you know, then if it doesn't go their way, it's like, oh, I'm going to quit. It, it isn't meant for me when you just never know. Um so yeah, I would just say don't quit. That's that's the most important thing. And if you believe in it, it it'll work out. But you just gotta keep pushing. Mm -hmm. So even if I get nothing, I still gotta keep pushing, right? You have to. You completely have to. All right. Even if they they don't like my projects and I'm getting so many bad reviews, and I feel like I want to quit as a director and a writer, do I keep going? You keep going because I mean, if you go back and look at everybody's work that started out. Um, most of those, most of the big time directors have those bad reviews and not everyone is going to love your work. That's the one thing we got to remember. It, your work isn't for everyone, but there are people that will love what you do, whether you're the bad person, the good person, whether your acting is not great to them. Um, every compliment or every critic, you know, is something that's going to boost you regardless. It's just going to get your name out there. So if you look at it that way, there, there's no bad that can happen from it. Damn, I got to give up then. <laughs> no, you can't give up. Just keep writing. And eventually somebody's going to catch on or like it, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Somebody will at some point. Okay. All right. And I'm hoping our listeners will like your future projects you got for us. I hope so. I hope so. Or I just come to Canada and film there and and have everybody see it there first, and then they'll love me more. <laughs> okay. And what would you like to tell the fans that have supported your work and supported you, and they write you some really good, nice IG messages? Uh, your family, what do you want to tell the supporters? Uh, just that I love you guys, man. It, like Again, without the fans, without you know the support, we're just people who saying lines in front of a camera. So it takes others to see that and you know see the value in that and, and, and review for us and push us to the eyes of you know Hollywood. We can't do it on our own. So without fans, we're just little old actors trying to be something. So um love, love all my fans and just keep pushing for us and we're gonna make it to the top. Mm -hmm. Did you want to throw out your social media platforms just in case? Oh yeah. <laughs> so you can find me on Instagram at Acorye, A-C-O-R-Y-E underscore white, like the color. Um, and then Acorye dot white at Facebook. And the only Acorye 
on Twitter. The only, right? Yeah, the only Okoye. Okay, no other brother you got? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a brother, but he's not Okoye. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> All right, did you just want to remind our listeners of the projects again? Oh, yes, yes. So uh, the ones you can find me in right now is, is let me see where I start, Juanita. That's on Netflix. Uh, that's with Alfred Woodard. Um, had another one called Last Night with Brian Austin Green. Um, and then another one, Under the Stadium Lights with Lawrence Fishburne. And then my project I just released, directed, uh, wrote, and starred in called Trinket Box. T-R-I-N-K-E-T Box. And it's a horror drama film. So um, I think you guys will like that one. It's, it's, it's horrific, but at the same time, it tells a story and leaves a message. All right, when it leads a positive message, right? Nobody dies. I can't see. I would <laughs> tell you that, but then I'll be telling you too much. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta watch, <laughs> listeners. Okay, I'm trying to poke the bear. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying. He's trying. We are. All right. <laughs> it was really great to get to know you again. Any final things you would like to tell us in closing? Yes, yes. Only thing I would like to say is I look forward to us talking when I'm on the next big movie. That's all I want to say because I'm looking forward to that because I'm going to tell you, like, hey, we we here. We're here now. <laughs> okay, we're close. We just need to be in person. Then we cross exactly. paths, okay? I have my, last time we spoke, I did not have my passport and everything and all that. So I have it now. So okay. it, it's, it's time. It's time. All right, it's coming soon. We're going to manifest that. And next time, we're going to see you in person, okay? Yes, yes, yes. Looking forward to it. All right, for CJRU 1280 AM, I'd like to thank Actor. You can throw out your name again. Corey White. And I also would like to thank the listeners for listening to this episode. Thank you.